You are now listening to The Widehorn Project. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to The Widehorn Project. As always, your hosts, Dylan and Alec, bringing you the best in podcast content. Alec, you've got the quote today. We're fired up. Go ahead and introduce it right now. Huh? All right. We're going to say who, who said it afterwards. We'll let it resonate for a second, and maybe some listeners will pick up on who said it. But it starts off with, I don't know if we each have a destiny or if we're all just floating around accidental, like on a breeze. But I think maybe it's both. Maybe both is happening at the same time. I miss you, Jenny. If there's anything you need, I won't be far away. I think Jenny gives it away, but Forrest Gump said that. <laughs> That's a great quote. It's a, good one. it's a heartfelt one. It is, and I think that it comes at a great time because we were just shooting the shit a little bit before yeah. Alec and myself, and we were just talking about how life is is so strange. Mm-hmm. It introduces people into into your circumstances, you know, kind of willy nilly, or it feels that way yeah. a lot of times. And whether it's romantic or it's social or whatever, sometimes you just meet people mm-hmm. and you feel like it's it's meant to be, mm-hmm. like that that was orchestrated by higher powers, mm-hmm. and. I, I don't know. I've always, as a hopeless romantic, have felt mm-hmm. that really deeply. Wh- what about you? Yeah, I think the, the floating on the breeze part is kind of just like going with the flow, seeing where things go, seeing where things take, not forcing things. I think, I mean, if we're going to be completely transparent, I think there's definitely been a lot of times in past relationships where maybe you can agree with me on this, but you try to force things or you try to make things happen. You try to fit a circle piece into a square box, and it just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And the best things come when they're least expected. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this part of the movie is sad too because this is what he's talking to her when she passed. Yeah, and it's heartfelt all the way around. I love the piece about the breeze, mm. and I want to focus on that for a little yeah. bit right now because good, I think it's the best part. Yeah, the idea behind that is amazing. It's it's you really want to aim and strive for your life to be easy and effortless. Mm-hmm. And when I say easy, I don't mean that you shouldn't take on hard tasks or hard situations. However, you should feel that when you're going through things and you're bringing people into your life that it should be smooth Mm -hmm. and should be seamless. And I have always been of the belief and it's really been hard for me to train this into my own life, but I've always had it deep inside my mind that you really can't meet and have the experiences with the people that you want unless you're just living your life effortlessly Mm -hmm. you're floating on the breeze you're just letting each moment take you into the next Mm -hmm. moment and experiencing constantly what's going on around you and that's when those opportunities like you said they Mm -hmm. they present themselves when you least expect it so i think of like a breeze as like something that's like super it's like not supernatural but it's it's authentically natural and when you allow yourself to be natural and you know you're in a weird way it's kind of like being one with the earth and like nature in a way yeah yeah, I I want I want everybody to sorry I cut you off, good. but I, I I want to take a second for this little exercise. So we don't do this. Yeah, enough. we don't. I want everybody listening, including you, for a couple seconds. Let's just close our eyes and let's feel that breeze. Mm-hmm. Let's feel what it what it your what you remember that memory of that like smooth, warm, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's South Florida, Southern California vibe. Mm-hmm. Just feel that breeze. I, when I when I do that, I'm just like transported away. I think of Aruba. That, I was like drinking yeah, these, uh, these these really good like Arubian beers, and I remember being at the beach bar, and I feel like that is probably one of like my most easiest, most peaceful, smooth breeze. You know, it's just super smooth, and you feel the air running through your hair. And 
I got good hair. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right now, and it's gonna take you for a loop. And l- trust me, everybody listening, podcast Whitehorn Project, Whitehorn Gang. All right, go. This Whitehorn Gang. This is not planned. So I'm actually going to Aruba in ten days. Are you serious? And I swear to God, time. and you better fucking believe that I will be drinking Arubian beers yeah. trying to recreate what you've just yeah, described. Yeah, they're called Balashis. Take the Balashis. They're so good. <laughs> yeah. I will be hitting you up for the recommendations, but yeah, the, the something about that breeze, yeah. and I and I just love that in any quote or any type of literary context. It's anytime you can feel the words off the mm-hmm. page or or feel them out of the screen, it's like oh, it just takes you back to that moment. And I don't know, I I have countless memories of being on beaches mm-hmm. and just being around, like awesome, being in an awesome circumstance yeah. and that level of just peace and comfort. It's like that's what you should want in your mm-hmm. friendships and in your relationships for the most part. That's that's what Let I me ask you this, just kind of going off of that. Where do you find yourself? at your most peaceful state is there a specific place you had alluded to like you know the beaches in florida i know you're going to Aruba. i mean is there a spot for you that you you take your mind to and you're kind of like wow like if i was here i could always feel the breeze you know mm-hmm. absolutely whenever i think about my most peaceful place or my most peaceful circumstance it's not actually a location I think my brain naturally gravitates towards like Miami mm-hmm. or places I've been that are warm because mm-hmm. obviously that association. But for me, my most peaceful moment is when everything is still mm-hmm. and it's quiet and I have a moment to just very gently reflect on my life circumstances, the day, the temperature, who's around me, who's in my life and drawing on what I believe to be their peace and feeling that, that they're okay, that's when I feel like my most powerful, mm-hmm. my most genuine like joy. It comes from deep within me. It's just this feeling of, you know, the people that are around me and in my life having their own peace. Mm-hmm. And that just it, it, it all just avalanches into my own yeah. I don't know, deep deep seated belief that like everything's okay. Even just in this moment, even if it's only for a moment. Mm-hmm. Like everything's okay in this little world that we've created or I've created for myself. So yeah, it's kind of a weird abstract answer, but it allows me to find peace in chaotic situations when it is of that nature. Cause sometimes it's on the train, Mm -hmm. you know, it's weird when it pops up, but I just get this warm and like, I don't know, this, this feeling of like overwhelming optimism Mm -hmm. when I'm just engrossed in that that sensory overload of just, ah, oh, this is like, I want to capture this. Yeah, and, and then when you do capture, or, you know, when you do have that moment, it reminds you that most of the time, actually probably 99% of the time, if, you know, if, if you're able to step into my shoes and just, I'm very grateful for a lot of the things mm-hmm. that I have in my life, obviously recognize that not everybody is as lucky as myself or as you to be kind of doing the things that we're doing. But the things that I think of as a big deal or as a problem or as an issue, 99% of the time, it's not a problem. It's not an issue. And it's those moments where you can take a deep breath and you can tell yourself, hey, everything is okay in this moment right now. Kind of brings you up like up to speed with the fact that most of the time I can do this and things are okay. And if I can do this yep. right now and if this is happening to me right now, there's probably a lot of moments in my life that I've – haven't paid attention to, or I've just neglected to pay attention to, where things were also okay and things were good, and I can be at peace, and the people around me are at peace. 
And I think also, too, when you feel like that, even if you're not really showing it, you, you do give off an energy and a vibe that people around you can also feel. And that brings good people into your life, whether it's romantic or not. Like, uh, that's besides the point. But giving off an energy and a vibe of, like, serenity and, like, calmness, people can definitely sense that without even having you to do too much. Yeah, absolutely. And there's also a really big piece of it that's forgiveness, forgiving yourself mm allowing yourself to take all the wrongdoings and mistakes that you've made maybe in a day or a week. It, you know, you can make it as, as ever wide and overarching as you want or condense it down to the most minute cellular level. Whatever mistakes or things that you've made, when you're able to forgive yourself and let go of that, feel it, and then just let it roll off your back, it frees you to have more of an opportunity to ground yourself in gratitude, to be in a position to really tap into that inner calm that then percolates and permeates into all other types of scenarios. It's an energy, it's an aura. And maybe we're a little bit like salt of the earth, like groundy, mm -hmm. like almost hippie level vibes in, in our ideologies. And that's okay. I like yeah, that. I, I always say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a religious guy, but I'm more spiritual nowadays than I am religious. And I love that I'm grounded in that because I get off on the most simple mm -hmm. things and not every day is sunshine and roses and daisies no. and all that great stuff but if i can find 20 30 seconds of just that emotion mm -hmm. in a day that day was warm. oh yeah i have i've i've achieved fuck work fuck the friendships fuck the relationships mm -hmm. like if i have a little bit of inner calm for that 30 seconds that's 30 seconds more than most people experience on a daily basis. So I got two so. questions for you. One, why do you think people, this is a loaded question, but just maybe from your experience, why do you think people are so hard on themselves and don't give themselves enough time to sit down, have a moment and say like, shit, just let me take a breath. Let me just be present in this moment. I, it's something that you and I, as people who are trying to practice and better ourselves, that we, we do, we try to do. A lot of people don't. I mean, I mean, even in our small circles, like I bet you there's probably a lot of coworkers on both of our ends that we both know, friends even, that don't do that, that we both know probably could use that in their lives. Why do you think they don't? Immediately, I think of how I process it myself. Um, that's really all I can speak to. And I think that there's a lot of pieces, but mostly it comes down to that belief that you can be better, that, that every day you should be better than the previous one. And I, as much as I love to strive for that, I also recognize that that's not reality. Mm -hmm. You can't always be better the next day than the day you were before when it comes down to practicality. However, spiritually, you can be better than the day you were before by recognizing your thought patterns, by recognizing your behavioral patterns, by taking a second to look at the way that you interact relationally to the people that are in your life, to the circumstances, you actually can be better. And I and I hope that through this conversation, this quote, I mean, it, it touches me on a, on a cerebral level and hopefully it does as well for you. It's It really does boil down to this idea that, you know, it's hard to... It's hard to feel that you're doing the right thing when everything is so quantified. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's every, it shows up everywhere in our lives. And I think people really struggle with separating the practical from the abstract, the quantifiable from the qualitative, and just being able to really take a step back and be like, you know what? Everything is mm -hmm. all right. You, you said it yourself. You know, everything, every, everything is okay. You need to be gracious with yourself and above all else, stop comparing mm -hmm. yourself to other people. That's probably actually the root of, yeah. I think a lot of people's um, difficulty with being gracious with themselves is this inability to be satisfied with yourself as an individual. You're one in like 400 trillion odds of being born. So if you don't really, really resonate with that and understand that it's a blessing you're even existing, yeah. Take, just think about that. Mm -hmm. If that if that's the only thing that drives you, like you, your existence is a blessing. Mm -hmm. So to not live your life every day with that in the back of your mind is, in my opinion, a detriment. I think the quantifiable aspect, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Everything is calculated. Everything in our mm -hmm. lifestyles from work to play, social, whatever it might be, everything is calculated. And when you've got a calculation and when you've got a number – you know, whatever it might be, it really doesn't matter. It makes it so much easier for you to compare yourself. And life shouldn't be a quantifiable thing. You know, how kind, how do you measure kindness? You know, like, how do you, you, you can't. can't, you know, you just got to be kind and just be a nice person. I mean, you can measure the amount of kind acts that you do, but I mean, is it at that point then being kind and authentic? I don't necessarily think so. I think like kindness, mm -hmm. just as an example and quantifying it, like it can't be done. And if you're, if you're trying to calculate it, if you're trying to calculate anything in that spectrum, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. And if you did 10 acts of kindness today because you told you said you're going to do 10 acts of kindness, that's great. I mean, you probably brought a lot of like enjoyment and a lot of like good feelings and a nice fresh breath of, you know, a, a breeze, for example. But the best, the best acts are the ones that are done spur of the moment because you felt it was the right thing to do at that time. And I wish we, I wish we could are calculate there... those kinds of things, but you can't. Yeah. Are there, I mean, are there people in your life that you feel, and this is kind of a weird question, but I want to take it in this direction. Are there people in your life that you feel could benefit from you reaching out or you extending that act of kindness that maybe don't come into your mind every day, mm -hmm. but you feel, you know, just in this couple seconds yeah. of me bringing it up that you could, you would benefit. Yeah. Them? You know, it's good. I'm glad you mentioned that. I think there's actually been times where I've re reminded myself to do that, I actually have because I've I've also thought about the times where people have hit me up randomly out of nowhere, and for them to be like, "Hey, was thinking about you. Hope you're well. We should get together at some point soon. If not, hope you're well." Like those small little interactions play such a huge role in a person's day, and I think even just bringing light to the situation. If you're listening to this episode and you're thinking of somebody right now, maybe a friendly text just to check in and say, "Hey, how you doing?" I mean, you don't have to tell them, let's go ahead and hang out. Honestly, I think a lot of the times that's bullshit. But if you're just going ahead and just telling somebody, hey, I was just thinking about you and hope you're well, always here as a shoulder to lean on if you ever need anything, is how, how, can, you, how can you calculate that? How can you put a number on how important that is? That's just, that's just pure authentic yeah. niceness. But, no, I love yeah. that. And in, in the last couple of minutes that we have here with our, you know, our wide horde gang, mm -hmm. I want to bring it back to the, the real grounding of the quote because I know that we neglected a little bit of the underlying tone. Mm. But Forrest Gump is talking about a lover. Mm. He's talking about somebody who he's romantically involved yeah. with and has you know those types of feelings for. So when you look at your own life and your own circumstance and situation, you know I'm curious 
what are some things that you think you could do a better job of bringing forward or, you know, how would you, if anybody there was listening, which I hope people are now, mm-hmm. what advice would you give somebody struggling with, you know, a little bit of a romantic downfall yeah. or a little bit of a romantic struggle? It's a great question. Um, I think just coming from a position of just having tried to work through relationships, um, never underestimating what somebody else is going through. Um, always try to be open-minded because everybody takes a different path in life and it can be very easy to judge. It can be very easy to also lose track of yourself too, to the point where you feel like the other person should be taking care of you. Um, just being strong, being in your center, being focused on the things that matter to you most. I think when you do those things, they benefit yourself and how can you, it's like one of the, it's the easiest thing. It's like, how can you love anybody till you love yourself? I love and that. as soon as you start to love yourself more, you can start to love others. And I think when you start to love others, they can start to love other people too. So it's kind of like this trickling effect of, yeah. Listen, I could not have said it better myself. And I, I think that's a great place for us to leave off tonight. Um, Whitehorn gang. Appreciate you guys as always. If you couldn't tell from our tone, this this took a little bit of a a, a different vibe than uh, I think Alec and I were both originally intending, but it's the correct mm-hmm. vibe. I hope that everybody who's listening really gives this a lot of thought, um, specifically around the social romantic parts. We love you guys. Um, if you're struggling with anything, you know you can always reach out to us. Uh, we love our close, intimate group. We appreciate you guys always coming out, showing love. So um, as always, follow us on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know the drill at this point. We're going to be like broken records, <laughs> playing it in your ears. But we appreciate you guys. Peace and love as always. See you in the next one. Peace and love.